0: Maybe I'm crazy for saying this, but Anthony Davis is fucking overrated, bro. I don't care what anyone else says. What, bro? I didn't want to bring this topic up today. I thought it was gonna to be too low. I didn't want to bring this topic up today. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.
1: All right, welcome, 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 everyone to tw- episode twenty-six of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. Uh, This is your boy Chisholm coming at you. And in virtual studio, we've got the Kang himself, Vinu. How are you doing today, sir? I'm all right, man. Sipping on my drink.
2: (laughs) What you got there? Selling the dot beverage? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. (laughs) The
1: good boys over here, man. Only Rubicon Mango. I need some sustenance. (laughs) We'll see if we can make this a parent-friendly episode. My mom is still yet to listen to one of these. (laughs) Oh, Really? (laughs) Halfway through, we just start cussing, and I'm like, "Nah, this is not the one." <laughs> Release a censored version. Should
2: we start doing censored versions, bro? It's too it's too much work to edit it's a censored version. So the
1: podcast would be silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beep 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 beep. Yeah. So w- one day, one of these days, we'll, we'll get a parent friendly episode in, and I'll be able to send it to my mom, and she- she'll yeah. she'll understand what I do every every Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But um, we've got a very, very special guest, my high school teammates and um, UTM, oh, who, who should have been the, the defensive player of the year? Yeah, uh, the, last almost, year. the almost
2: defensive player of the year.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Yeah, facts though. The One deal? of the defensive players of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: UTM oh. almost alum, Yes, sir. Hassan Manjang, how are you doing today, sir? good it's good i'm good um you know it's been a while since i spoke to Chisum. so i was like let me take this opportunity plus you know your boy's trying to graduate so i was like let me wake up early do this get some homework done you know what i'm saying and yeah everything's good on my end nice bro nice 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 when are exams done two weeks a week um we start in like two weeks so yeah should be done within uh, three weeks time (laughs) Yes.
1: Nice. No. All right. Best of luck on that when it begins. But uh, today we, we've got some some really exciting topics to get into. Um, the NBA season is coming to a close. So obviously we've got the uh, playing tournament starting uh, Saturday, so the May 22nd. So we're going to go into that and, and who we think is going to come out of the East and Western Conference. Um, the 76ers have locked up the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So we'll kind of go over what that means for the franchise and for that team moving forward. Um, and we've got obviously a, a topic close to Vinu's heart, the, <laughs> the New York Knicks and uh, one for his son himself. So the, the, the we're going to talk about the Toronto Raptors a little later in the podcast as well. Um, yeah. But to start with this season, uh, as we all know, the NBA put in that play in tournament um, and pretty much giving more teams the hopes of making the playoffs. So pretty much everyone from that seven to tenth spot is excited, or, or at least has a, a hope of making the playoffs. Um, the way the tournament works is the seventh place team and the eighth place team face up, um, and the ninth and tenth place team face up as well. Winner of the seven and eight gets the seventh spot, and the loser of the nine and ten gets bounced. And the with the loser of the seven and eight and the winner of the nine and ten face up for the eighth spot um so with all that said what Sorry, you guys i think you said
2: think? the winner of the seven and eight and loser of the nine and ten you meant to say the
1: loser of the seven and eight and winner of the nine and ten absolutely that that is exactly what i meant to say <laughs> um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, so my question for you guys i guess just to, to start is what are your thoughts on the playing
0: tournament itself we'll start with you hassan um, honestly, to me, the play in tournament is just the Zion rule. They realized that Zion Williamson plays for the Pelicans and he's not going to make the playoffs any other way. Seriously. So they put this stipulation in because they realized like they needed, I, I feel they needed Zion in the playoffs because last year when he came back, they were like, Oh, they were pushing new Orleans for the eighth seed. Like this whole narrative and stuff before COVID hit. If you guys remember it, like remember his first mm-hmm. game? Yeah, three so then so they could after, rally for it exactly and then when the bubble came Zion couldn't go to the bubble because the team wasn't good enough so they're like yo we need to do something that can like help these lower teams because that's where all the higher picks are going um mm-hmm. same thing with Ja last year Memphis literally got into the play-in that's why like people start like obviously Ja the crazy seeing him in the play-in NBA was like damn we need more of these guys in the play-in so that's my first uh, thing of it but like I guess what I would say is I don't mind the play in tournament to be honest, because now the regular season actually counts. Because like you actually have games. Because before, like we would see it every year, you know, like the best, let's say seven teams or six teams would have, you know, clear dis disparity. And then team seven and teams eight would uh, or in the eighth and seventh seeds were like just scraping to make it into the playoffs. You know what I mean? But now it's like from one to eight, you all have to play seriously in the regular season or else you end up in the Lakers situation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, I, I
2: disagree with you a little bit when you say it's a Zion rule. Mm. Because I just don't think that uh, the hype that people are putting on Zion, or not the hype that people are putting on Zion, the hype that people think Zion have, I, I don't think he has that much hype. I don't mm. think he is that overhyped. Somehow, some way, I can't, I can't believe that this is the case, but somehow, some way, it feels like Zion's kind of gone under the rug a bit.
0: Because of what? Because of LaMelo?
2: Because of, of a culmination of scenarios. First of all, LeBron getting injured twice in that period is actually a lot bigger than people realise it is because that, that that's been a big talking point over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Other things that have happened throughout the league have just kind of overshadowed Zion because even though he's been putting up numbers... He hasn't done anything. Like it's not in a disrespectful way. It's not even rude to him. It's not mm-hmm. even. I'm not even bashing him. He's second year in the league, but he hasn't yeah. done anything, and mm-hmm. it's difficult for me to sit here and say that the the playing is because they want Zion to be in the playoffs. But what I do agree with is that it, they've done it to some extent for the younger players in the league. Yeah. So definitely teams teams like the Kings. I think that this this is a more important for teams like the Kings and things like that, where they've had the Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald for a few years and they've been on that cusp but they mm-hmm. haven't been good enough. And the only way for them to get in now is if their hit is hit for one game and if they do, then they're golden. And it yeah. gives them a chance. And mm-hmm. as you said, you like it because it gives other teams a chance and that's my own perspective as well. I'm all for competition. Mm-hmm. We spoke about it a few weeks ago
0: uh, in football and I'm talking about proper football, yeah. European football. Yeah, um, I don't call that shit football. I don't yeah. call that yeah, I have to say American football. And, we, were, we
2: were talking about soccer ball. and, um, <laughs> and The topic came up of the uh, European Super League and it's basically where all of the biggest teams in Europe, yeah, but yeah. a few of them that turned it down, basically wanted to go off and play in their own league, which is okay. ridiculous because you can't come out of the league. Once you're in, you're in. There's no yeah. competition to to yeah. get relegated or promoted or this or that. Mm-hmm. And that was a big problem. And the whole football community kind of uprose to get rid of that problem. Yeah. And the NBA seemed to be going in the opposite direction. And I love it because they're not trying to reduce the competition. Because the whole problem has been about the 82 games. And yeah. I know they did the playing kind of with some COVID things in mind and everything. But mm-hmm. in the end, I think it is kind of also addressing the 72 game schedule. Sorry, the 82 game schedule. We've been hearing for years players complain about it yeah. and now we're seeing a time where not every team has to play 82 games. If you are a bad team, you're only going to play 72 and that way your team won't get exhausted. Your players get more of a chance to recuperate over the summer and develop. So young teams that aren't going to be playing the full 82 games get more chances to develop. And teams that are in the play they play more games, but they're okay with playing more games because it means something for them. The reason that people don't like the 82-game schedule is for two things. One is the... Too taxing. It's too taxing. But if you're a good team, you shouldn't be in a scenario where you have to play playing games. You should only play 72 before the playoffs. Mm. And that taxing part is gone. Okay, I see. And the other problem is that in, in 82 games, once a team's bad... They're basically just trying to lose. And that's bad for the sport too. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Which is why... Reducing the games reduces the amount of time that it takes for them to... The the amount of time, sorry, not that it takes for them, but the amount of time that they're going to have to tank for. Okay, yeah, I agree. And it's better for the game. And the teams that do play more in the end, they should be fine with it. Because you know what, you're doing it for the sake of competition. You're doing it to try and get into a place that you don't deserve to be in. You finished in the 10th seed, you want to get into the 8th seed, you better work your ass off to do that. You can't sit here and say, we're playing too many games. Mm. Say, I'm not going to play it then. Say goodbye if you're want. If you if you're that upset about it. So that, it, I think, uh, I think it addresses a few things.
1: Yeah, I'm with you guys. I really like the playing tournament for the league. I think it helps competition in multiple ways. Um, but kind of moving forward to the uh, teams that are actually going to be in that playing tournament... Um, we'll start off with the Eastern Conference first. Not the Knicks. <laughs> yep, the, the Knicks are, have escaped that a, a long time ago. Um, but right now it's looking like Boston, well, Boston is in the seventh uh, seventh position. Charlotte is eighth, Washington ninth, and Indiana tenth. So that first round of the playing tournament is going to be Boston versus Charlotte and Washington versus Indiana. Actually, um, it cannot not be because Charlotte's playing tonight right now. Well, like everyone's playing tonight. Every single team is playing tonight. There's 15 games tonight. So, every, like, all these, like, this conversation that we're having right now could completely be totally. changed oh. by, uh, by next week, but or by tonight. But mm-hmm. those four teams are pretty much guaranteed to be in the playing tournament.
0: No, 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 no. I just realized you guys were correct because it's it's eight or ninth seed. So, it doesn't really matter. Like, they're just yeah. with their ninth seed. Yeah. It
2: doesn't matter. But, yeah, yeah um, do you remember when we did our predicted playoff brackets? The mm-hmm. fans? this is my exact bracket that I had other than Washington.
1: Yeah, Washington. I think I had
2: uh, Chicago in instead of Washington or something.
1: Yeah, I think we all did. At that time, Washington was uh, was still wetting the bed and, and Chicago actually looked like they were going to make some moves after getting uh, after getting Rusevich. Yeah, so, said, that did not happen. These four teams, like they could all be shuffled around by, by the end of this, uh, by the end of tonight. But yeah. these are the four teams that are going to be in the, in the playing tournament for sure. So my question to you guys is which of these which two out of these four teams is going to make it into the playoffs, and reasons why? We will start with Evina. I think
2: the first one that's going to make it in that seven-eight matchup is Charlotte. Damn, think, really? Yeah, I think Boston are some bums and some scrubs, and they don't know how to win. They know how to play. They don't know how to win. Mm, they I win think because I- they, they they win games because they're talented. They don't win games
0: because they know how to win. I mean, you should also take into account that Jalen Brown just also tore his like wrist tendon or some shit. Yeah, but that's yeah. why I'm
2: saying they're bummed because the guys replacing Jalen Brown, <laughs> the guys replacing Jalen Brown ain't gonna be able to win that game for them.
0: But yeah, fair.
2: and it's it's unfortunate what's happened to Jalen Brown, but I even with him, I would have been shaky on this on this game because the thing is, Charlotte's a team that yeah they've had some struggles since Lamelo has been back. To be honest, to kind of get back into a rhythm, but. <laughs> They're, they're a threatening team, man. They've got good players. Gordon Hayward, Devontae Graham can go off any day. Terry mm-hmm. Roger can go off That's any good. day. Lamelo doesn't have that much potential to give you 50 points or something like that, but Lamelo's is the type of guy that will... I don't know why. I don't know how at this age he's doing this, but he's the type of guy that will close the game out for you. That's It's
0: ridiculous facts.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's the type of guy that will close the game out. I, I, I can remember one time, especially, can't remember who they were playing, but it was um, him and Malik Monk. They just hit shot after shot after shot. I was watching it because uh, my fantasy matchup depending, uh, depended on his uh, his points total by like, this is the one where I beat Noble by two.
1: And oh, was, yeah, true. That night. Yeah, and then it was uh, Malik uh,
2: Monk who hit the game-winning layup or something oh, yeah, and had yeah, an yeah, and yeah. one. He hit the game-winning layup and had an and one. He put me up in my fantasy. It was
0: against Sacramento, I think.
2: Yeah, Sacramento. That's it. Sacramento. And Harrison Barnes was going off.
0: Yeah,
2: Harrison Barnes is going off, and Lamelo was the guy who took that ball and he ran the show. So I think in a game between Boston and Charlotte, Charlotte are more likely to win. Mm-hmm. I I just have a feeling Charlotte are more likely to win, and then it would be Washington Indiana playing the next game. Out of the out of that game, I think Indiana would get played
0: off the off the court, man. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with. You. I agree with you. I don't think that Indiana has enough firepower to score. Like, realistically speaking, Karis Levert's a really nice piece. But, like, I haven't – unless Malcolm Brogdon got injured, I haven't really heard much about him at all this year. Yeah. He's been Uh, injured on and off, I think. But, like, my thing is, like, this dude was out here two seasons ago, triple doubles, 50-40-90. Like, people were talking about Malcolm Brogdon. Like, he, he was MIP. People were talking about like he was. The
2: right was crazy though, but he hasn't yeah. done that since he's gone to a team where he's where the he guy had the where he's had the responsibility
0: since he's been in Indiana. His, his percentages. To be honest, since he's been in yeah. in Indy, he hasn't really done shit. But like for me, I agree with Vino. I think that Washington smokes Indiana, but yeah. Boston, Charlotte, ugh, I don't know. Like, bro, my thing is because they're probably gonna. Oh, no, they're only going to play one game. My thing is, like, I need to see how Jason Tatum could carry that team alone. You know what I mean? Because realistically… I don't Marcus think he can. Smart is, like, his second or third best option. I'm sorry. Like, if Marcus Smart is who you're going to for offense, you guys are in trouble, you know? Yes. And also, Rozier used to play against those guys or with those guys on the team. So, I feel like Rozier knows how they play. And Rozier also maybe, you know, he's a bit… a screw be- loose, man. He wants to get revenge. Exactly, it's like Marcus, <laughs> when he was playing on the team, Marcus Smart was taking all of his minutes, you know. And when Kyrie came back, Kyrie took all of his minutes, so he was, was very like, vocal. He was very yeah. vocal, he, he was started. saying that. He's saying, like, yo, I, that's why he went to Charlotte because they gave him a starting spot. So I feel like just off road, said,
2: he said, someone valued my worth. That's what yeah, he said. He said, they valued yeah. my worth, they know what but, I'm worth. Unlike like,
0: those Basically. years, like, dogness, I feel like it's worn off with Charlotte because, like, if you look at Miles Bridges. Nobody wants to play with Miles Bridges anymore. Like whenever he's coming down the lane, people just clear out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Miles yeah. jump with him. even Cody and Caleb Martin, those twins on Charlotte, those guys are fucking nice, bro. They hit it up. Nice, bro. So I'm just like that whole team. Like, yeah, I think Charlotte smokes Boston. Uh, uh, so yeah. all right, then
2: I guess in the next round, yeah, the Boston, the Boston Washington. Aha, mm-hmm. this is interesting.
0: Yeah, in Indiana versus ba- is that what you said? No,
2: no, no. Because we're saying that Washington's gonna beat Indiana. You know. Oh yes, my bad. Um, we're saying so, Charlotte's gonna beat Boston. So yeah. Charlotte will go straight to the playoffs. Yeah. Seven seed. Yeah. Boston will sit in that eight seed oh, and defend and,
0: against Washington,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. Boston will defend yeah. that eight seed
1: against Washington. Uh, so damn. Who do you who do you think wins that matchup? This Boston, is where it gets Washington. interesting. Washington,
0: bro. Washington, bro.
1: Brody, yeah. the Rock,
2: Russell Westbrook, the greatest point guard in the NBA. Ah
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Bro, the way Bro, the way Westbrook's been on the last couple months, bro, it's like the man takes coke before games. From I don't get it. Like, yo, really, bro. He comes the, in the game is a hell of a drug. Juiced up, juiced up, like grabbing every rebound, beefing kids. Like I'm just like, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like fam. Like that's a totally different level of intensity. Plus, Bradley Beal. Hasn't been to the playoffs since John Wall. And when he was in the playoffs with John Wall, John Wall was the guy. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like it's going to be Bradley Beal's first chance to be like, well, I'm actually a bucket. Like, you know, I wasn't just Jake um, – what's his name? I wasn't just John Wall's teammate. You know, like, I'm actually yeah. a time bucket when it counts. And yep. I think Westbrook is also going to appreciate because, bro, Westbrook went to the playoffs three straight years averaging a triple three, three se- uh three seasons in a row and got bounced in the first round. You know? Mm. So I don't think Westbrook is gonna come in and I'm not gonna say he's gonna take a back seat to Bradley Beal, but I think he's gonna realize, bro, all right, we don't have a lot of chances to win this shit. So Beal, I'm gonna get you to the game, but like you take us home, you know? So that's why I think Washington is gonna is gonna win. They just wanted more. Want or more. So, Boston
1: doesn't make the playoffs is what you guys are telling me right now. Jason, what did I
2: tell you all those weeks ago? I didn't want
0: to say that, bro. I didn't <laughs> want to say that, bro. But, yeah, bro. Man, Do you how you, bro? What did I, I tell you all time them time weeks time. ago?
2: Damn.
0: Yeah, bro. You're right. You're right. Like, Boston, I don't. I can't say that Boston the playoffs still. I can't. Yo,
1: after, this so after, season? After making t- uh two out of the three um like conference
0: playoffs. These guys don't even make the playoffs. Uh-huh. Sheesh. It's a steep drop-off.
2: I'll tell you something. I have zero faith in the Boston Celtics in any game that they go into. And that's a big problem. I see them play any team. I do not think they're
0: going to win. I think they might. They're literally the reverse Knicks. (laughs) Like, every (laughs) game I watched the Knicks play this year, I thought they were going to win. It was actually ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Every game, I thought they were going to win. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Even the
2: Lakers game we lost recently, we were supposed to win that one. It was some
1: gorgeous. Hey, yeah, 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 hey, 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 hey. One says, that was all RJ on that. Yo, You all can handle THT. Cool it, cool it down. Bro, THT. THT hit a shot on his dad.
0: THT hit a
2: shot on his dad. So, like,
0: Yeah, yeah, you seen that. Yeah, i seen that. But my thing is just, like, on offense, when they were coming back and ran, like, First of all, why didn't they go to Randall? Like, I don't understand why they didn't go to Randall.
1: Because Randall was being guarded by AD. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't I don't
0: want Randall taking a shot. <laughs> you guys would rather RJ Barrett take that shot from yes. five, find the three-point line? Every single like, time. Like, over Anthony Davis and... I... Nah, bro, no way. Actually, now I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm capping. No. RJ is disabled from three-point range. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Hassan, Hassan, you're right.
2: RJ is not disabled from three-point range. Uh, <laughs> RJ, RJ has mood swings from three-point range. Yeah, yeah. He, has mood swings, <laughs> he has mood swings. Yeah. And second thing, Julius Randle, if he's taking a shot at the end of the game, he is going to make it. That's what I'm saying, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's going to make it, bro.
0: He's not, <laughs> bro. it's not gonna miss it. That's why I couldn't understand. That's why I was like, why are you guys going? Why are you guys going to RJ, bro? Like literally, RJ had the ball. And he was sizing the guy up. And I'm like, fam, you have three seconds. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you sizing up? Just get into your shot and shoot it. And... Yep, got to go for nah, it right three there. Three seconds is a lot of time still. You can size the guy up, but... Yeah, but then, not for that long... RJ was sizing him up to dry. If you watch it, like, RJ, it's like he realizes, like, oh, shit, there's one second left.
2: Yeah, oh. I know, I know, I know. He didn't yeah. He didn't plan it outright. He didn't have his head in the right place when he received the ball. I, I, I get that, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I strongly doubt that play was actually drawn up for him because he, he, was he sort of looked surprised once he got What's the ball. not? It was like, shit, where do I have this shit? Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And exactly. hit the, the backboard. Like, just slammed it on the backboard pretty much. like Honestly, ah. if
2: I want the ball in anyone's hands near the end of the game and I'm the Knicks uh, and I'm Tom Thibodeau, I'm telling them, everyone clear out, give the ball to Alec Burks and let him do his oh,
0: thing. Oh, yeah, he's a fucker.
2: And that's why I'm telling you, i said give the ball to Alec, bro, let him work, bro. You know that sounded yeah. like?
0: That sounded like when Max Kellerman goes like, with the fate of the universe, I want to <laughs> <Eagle Dollar>. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: I ain't
0: lying, <laughs> though. that <laughs> sounded like right now. <laughs> I want Alec Burks. I want but Alec
2: Burks, yeah. bro. Uh, I've seen uh, him do some things this
0: year. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Alec Burks is tough. I remember, he's the only guy that's ever dropped Kobe and LeBron, just putting it out there. Yeah. Yeah, bro. He, he broke Kobe like Kobe's last year, bro. You can go Google, go on YouTube. Bro. Yeah, that, no, yeah no, no, no. I, I, I won't watch those things. I, I, I don't like
1: to see those things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it happens to everyone, man. Yeah, but you don't, but I don't have to see it. You know, all, hey, all you know, like I want to see is highlights, see <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right? you're Right. Um, but kind of moving on to the to the Western Conference. There, the Lakers are also sitting in the the playing tournaments. Tournament tournament. <laughs> <laughs> know Oh, this next one is laughing at you me.
2: Have LeBron James and AD, and
1: you're in the six. What was it, six or seven? seven? Hey, bro. Here's the thing. Seven. We need it. We need seven. it. We, seven. We, bro, seven. Okay. Think That's of it crazy. this way. LeBron and LeBron, Anthony Davis, and uh, Andrew German have only played three games together. So we we need we need those extra reps. is, is the way I'm looking at this. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So the Lakers are sitting in, in seventh place, Golden State in eighth place, Memphis ninth, and the Spurs in I tenth I have a question
2: place. for you, Chisham, actually. Yeah, fire away. So let's let's look at the scenarios. The Lakers have had injuries throughout the year mm-hmm. that have affected them heavily. Yeah. A team, let's say, hypothetically, the New York Knicks, yeah. have not lost their best player the, the way that you guys have. Julius mm-hmm. Randle's been healthy throughout the year. But we've had stretches where we haven't had our starting point guard, Alfred Payton. We've had Mm -hmm. stretches where the backup got injured in Derrick Rose, while Alfred Payton's still injured. We've had Mitchell Robinson injured for pretty much the entire season. Mm -hmm. And there have been injuries to every other player here in that Alec Burks has been injured half the season. I don't know how we're in this position, bro. It's actually a miracle because it's not like we've had everything go for us as well. There have Mm -hmm. been a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. And the question that I'm asking you is if if the Lakers said that they were gonna
1: fire Frank Vogel and hire Tom Thibodeau, what would be your opinion on that? See, here's like, here's why I'll give Frank. Like, I I think Frank Vogel's job is safe, is because this team is is like offensively is built around LeBron, and when I like obviously every team is built around its best player, but this team is built where you have LeBron as the primary ball handler and decision maker, and LeBron is a part of the offense. He is yeah, the offense. So, and then pretty much everyone else is just like does something else, like does something well. And the only other like decision-maker and ball handler that you have really is then a shooter. So when your primary decision-maker leaves and every, like no one else is really like a a ball dominant or like ball handling guard that you put the ball in their hands for 35, 40 minutes a game, Mm -hmm. then like you you don't really have much of an offense. So like if you look and if you look at this, uh, this team, when LeBron and AD were out, the team's defense was still great. So that, so that's telling me uh, Frank Vogel is doing his job still. The team defense was still ranked um, number one and number two, pretty much just fluctuating right, back. Frank up. Vogel is Frank Vogel the one doing all the defensive work, or is it that man Jason Kidd? I mean, he's the head coach, so you like it's, it's it's tough to to kind of differentiate
2: from history. What we know about the way the the, the coaches are, we know Frank Vogel. He's a defensive coach, yeah, yeah in Indiana. Yeah, but at the same time. Even in Indiana, who was his assistant? Do you know? Was it Nick McMillan? Yeah, was yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. Defensive schemes, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, it's it, it it's what uh, like I guess a, a smart person always surrounds themselves with, with more smart people.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: Defensive minded guys, like okay, yeah, I'm just okay. gonna get all the defensive minded people, and we're gonna coach this team and. Let LeBron take care of the offense, pretty much. You know
2: what I'm saying is, the team look, the team looked completely clueless the moment LeBron oh, went yeah. down. I, I saw that as a big oh, yeah. problem. Offensively, the yes, problem. The, the team looks like oh, like I get you. Det- I understand you deteriorating, but you shouldn't be completely out of it the way that you did. You look drugged out at times on the court, yeah. like, like you guys didn't know what you were
0: doing. Dude,
1: the the games where um, LeBron, AD, and Dennis shooter were out, like those were like just.
0: Those horrible are, games to watch. Those are hard games to watch. Because it's just
1: oh. like, what is happening? Like, who is – why is Cal Kuzma, like, icing
0: at the top of the key? What Bro, is happening? I knew it was bad when they beat Houston by one. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. they're beating the Kevin Porter yeah. Jr. Rockets by one. Yep. Even Cleveland is 30 in these guys. You know yep. what I mean? So, like, yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn. But, I mean, I have to agree with you something. Like, the Lakers is literally built around LeBron. So, like – if you if LeBron's off the court, it's kind of like it reminds me. Honestly, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but the 2015 Cavs, bro. Like honestly, like it gives me those type of vibes because the moment LeBron's gone, AD is like Kevin Love, and maybe I'm crazy for saying this, but Anthony Davis is fucking overrated, bro. I don't care what anyone else says.
1: What? No, I didn't want to
0: bring this topic up today. I thought it was gonna be too long. I didn't want to bring this
1: topic up today. All right, fuck everything that the, we, we put on the on the on the thing here. It's, we're we're gonna address this shit right now. Am I lying? Nah, you're not lying. I don't want this bit to get lost.
2: And I want this one specific thing that I have to say to be said. Okay. Anthony Davis made the playoffs
1: one year. They played the Warriors. Okay. They and lost four All that that year. No, 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 no. no. He's been to the playoffs twice. Because there was the second that year. That was the first time. Though. Yeah, that, that was the first one time. time. The second time, they actually knocked Portland out of the, the, the first round. Oh, and he went right. To the, right, yeah, right. Rondo and
0: That was Rondo and Davis, Yeah. Right? But
1: do you remember how many years separated
2: those playoff appearances? That was a year or two in yeah, between, Yeah, it was two right?
0: years, yeah. yeah.
2: Two years in between. The year AD went to the playoffs, yeah, that one year. Their team didn't get that much worse the next year. He should have been contending again. He wasn't. Again, when AD has reached the playoffs, he's played well every time. Yep. That's why it's difficult to have this conversation. <laughs> but
0: I see. Yeah. I feel
2: like he has never done anything. Outstanding in his life in the NBA.
0: I can't say that because last year he literally made a game winning shot in games for the finals. So I can't really say anything on that.
1: No, but that's fine. Loads of players here, game winning yeah. shot. I'm saying throughout the whole playoffs, did Bro, you look at AD? He was guarding Jimmy Butler in the finals, man. Like, here's the thing. Like, oh, as, wow. as much as, like, yes, his offensive game, like, sometimes it's, I feel like he doesn't go as hard on, like, on the offensive end, especially when he's playing, like, next to LeBron. I feel like he, almost always takes a backseat where I, I think sometimes let LeBron be Imagine the one taking the backseat and let AD go. Um, but yes. then defensively, defensively, like you last year, he should have won defensive player of the year. They gave it to Yanis. I don't understand that shit, but it, in the <laughs> finals, this man is literally guarding Jimmy Butler, who is a six, six shooting guard. Yeah. And he's a yeah. seven, like, bro, this man is Whoa. next
0: level. Defensively, he's not overrated. I'm not gonna say that. Defensively, he's not overrated. I he is that. one of the best defensive players in the last 20 years, yes, and he's one of the best offensive
1: big men as well. So, how is he overrated? Hell no! Hell okay. no! Hell no! Give, give me 10 uh 10 big men offensively that are better than Anthony Davis right now. What, right now? I'm not trying to say yeah. if Anthony Davis ain't a
2: top 10 offensive big man. That's oh wild. Yeah, so that's if he's wild. a top
1: 10 offensive big man and one of the best defensive players of the game, like
0: in the game. Then what is he's a top five, six player? No, no, Tisum, I understand that's a really good argument. Honestly, that was a good argument. But my, my only rebuttal is people speak about AD as if he's like Wilt reincarnated, you know? And I'm like, I'm sorry, like, bro, on, yeah. offense, on offense, you beat Anthony Davis by being tough, like literally. Yeah. Like literally just put he, a body he, on him, he will score. And I'm like, school. and I'm like, fam, in the playoffs, like you could never out tough LeBron. You could never out tough even Jimmy Butler. Okay. You know, you can never out tough some of these guys. And I'm just like with A D, it's like if LeBron's not there, God forbid, if LeBron twists his ankle for like a three game stretch in the playoffs, are the Lakers winning that series? Depends on who I we play, know. but, but most know. likely not. Yeah, you know, actually, you know what? Wait,
1: hold on. Let, me, let me ask you yeah? again.
0: If Aids twists his ankle for a three-game series, are the Lakers winning the series? Most likely.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you know what? And I might then, like
1: that's that's literally comparing him to the, to the best, but that's that's comparing him to the best player in the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's saying AD is less valuable than LeBron. Yeah. I don't think that shows much. But
2: Chisholm, yeah, tell me something. If LeBron goes down in the first quarter of your of your playing game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you winning that game? Yes. If, no. if we don't... No. I'm,
1: I'm, no, you're not. You're playing Golden State. That's my problem. No, you're not. This is this is where I'm going to get to my point. Who on Golden State should be able... Like, can match up properly
0: with, with Anthony Davis? It Who on... Doesn't league, matter. The guard team Steph. can.
2: Because you don't have anyone else to guard anymore. The
0: team Because they literally run... They Like, Golden State started his new pick and mm-hmm. roll. They give Draymond the ball. And they go and run a, a, a flare screen with Steph and Jordan Poole. So, every time Steph sets the screen... Two are either going with Steph or two go with Jordan Poole. Yeah. And yeah. then Draymond passes to whoever. And I just don't see the Lakers being able to defend that if AD's the this almighty defender. Because isn't but AD Game yeah, on okay, well, That they nullify
2: AD in their offense for one. Mm. More time, most of the time, they nullify AD's defense with their offense. Most of the time. Second thing, I'm not even talking about the Warriors specifically. I'm talking about the fact that this is why I hopped on board. With uh, Hassan's ad is overrated train because the moment he said that, I've been thinking about this for a little while now. Ad is a really bad offensive player for what people think. What he is. he's a great offensive for what people it's think. I
0: agree with him though. For what people think, for what people think is.
2: He is, he's a really bad offensive what player. Offensive if someone told me that that's your guy who's going to take the ball and score for you, I would laugh in your face. I'd say, Is that my scorer? Wait, that's a guy who can score. He's not a
0: scorer. Wait, what? Okay, super hot take. Super hot take. Super hot take. Julius Randle's is like ten times better scorer than Anthony.
2: Hundred times. Julius Randle has a hundred times what better offensive. What am I What is this? Ad.
1: Julius Randle has a hundred times better offensive racket. Yo, I am.
0: I am willing to scrap over this. What? Some, tell me five ways Ad scores. <laughs> tell me five separate ways Ad scores. Who has a better shot? Who has a better jump shot? Who has a better jump shot? Julius Randle or Ad? Julius Randle from three. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who gets? Gets to the rim, like I know AD places back to the rim, but who can get to the rim better from the perimeter to the rim? Uh, AD gets you know, to uh, no, AD stiff. Uh, uh, you said no, I said AD sits free throw line extended to under the rim. Julius Randle could actually go coast to coast and get you to the rim. I'm, I'm um, talking about
2: even with Julius Randle with his back to the basket. I'm not gonna lie, if I've got back a match to up Julius Randle AD, can... back of the basket and you I don't know about no,
0: that.
2: No. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's better than AD. I'm not saying he's better than AD with his back to the basket. But I'm saying he'll still bully players. It's not like AD is going to dominate that and Julius is going to do nothing. He's still bully yeah, he's players, players.
1: But so, AD has that mid-range fadeaway. It, it, AD's mid-range game is... So does
0: Julius. So does Julius. He did it on so Kawhi's Julius. head top two days ago. Literally, Kawhi was in his eyeball. And on his head. Come on, I know Yo. you've seen that. I know you've
1: seen that, bro. Something the Lakers can't do. Wait, wait what can't the Lakers do, Vino? Can't beat the Clippers without LeBron, bro. But then you, it's like me saying you can't beat. Uh, you also can't beat the, the Clippers without uh, Julius Randle. If Kawhi, if Kawhi and okay, LeBron yeah. both go down, I think the Clippers win that series. Excuse me. No, way. if Kawhi and LeBron both go down, I think the Clippers He's win that series. Paul he lost to Denver. So you're telling me Paul yeah. George is better than Anthony Davis now? That's what no, we're that's going. It. My opinion right now. My
2: opinion right now is. The Anthony Davis, the only playoff series that he won on his own was against the Portland
1: Trailblazers, and they choked it. Let's be real; okay. they played terrible. Yeah. They played terrible. But yeah? who, who was he? who is, was the third best player on that team? Because we'll see. Our playoff runner was number two. Who was number three?
0: On, on what?
1: On the yeah. On that AD team, oh, all on
2: that team, or am I? Yeah, too? Drew. Okay, yeah, Drew was there. They had Drew. They had Drew, and they had um, they had Etoan Moore, who wasn't anything special, but he, he he could hit a shot when you needed him to. They had Solomon Hill, who's another forty percent three point guy. So- so- they they had. I'm saying, I'm saying, they had not a terrible team. Yeah. though. they had an OK team, and the point is, AD came out there and he put up twenty seven points per game that did nothing. Literally yeah, meant I like
0: nothing. You guys. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My bad. My bad. No, finish your point. Finish your point.
2: Yeah, it meant nothing. And I'm saying when LeBron goes down, if LeBron goes down, sorry, and they play the Clippers, Paul George can get his own shot. The Lakers are going to once again look completely clueless. AD, AD can get his own shot, bro. Come now. Come on. Not the same way. Not the same way as people think he can. People think that AD can take it off the dribble. When when I watch the Lakers play, and even when I used to watch the Pelicans play, AD's very awkward taking it off the dribble. He does it a, a lot more on switches
1: and mismatches. You, you put him against the big, you put, you put him against the big, he struggles to get his you, own shot. Against time. the big, if, if he gets him in that mid-range area, high, like high post mid-range area, bro, come on. AD is a bucket. AD is a bucket. I don't AD think... Is a I don't think for a whole game
0: or for a whole series that that could, that could run as your first offensive option, personally. Like, it's pretty much like Anthony Davis himself as a player. I feel like when it comes to getting a bucket, like he doesn't get guys off him. And I don't know how to explain yeah. it. But like Julius Randle, for instance, or not even just Julius, but Julius is in my mind right now. When he scores, there's no one around him. Like he'll either get to the move, he'll body you out the way, or he'll do a move where you he loses you and then he scores. Like AD, yeah. I feel like he scores, he's always guarded. Like, do you get what it, I mean? Like, it, it's he doesn't tough get shots.
1: The... it's a lot of tough shots, yeah. He makes
0: tough like, shots. yeah, and I'm saying, like, bro, there's no like it, over the course of the playoffs, like, you want to be able to score easy buckets. Yeah. So, again, you want to get yourself open and create space. And I feel because AD struggles to create space like that with guys his own size, because usually when he scores on smaller guys, he just bullies them and guys his own That's size on 10, yeah. struggles yeah. to like get those easier shots. Because I was watching some of the Laker games and I remember. I watched the game where they played Dallas and they got 20. And I was watching and I was like, how is this happening? Because it used to be KP Porzingis was like AD's bitch. You know what I mean? And yeah. then literally, Anthony Davis is out here struggling. But, but
1: that, that was also his second game back from injury though. Like after missing like 20 plus games. Jesus, Jesus, I think now if you guys face the, the Mavericks in the,
2: in the playoffs at some mm-hmm. point and LeBron goes down, Porzingis has a potential to light it up, man. Like Porzingis and Doncic can go off, and then
1: how are you gonna win that series with just AD? Doncic can go off, but right now with AD looking the way he's looking right now, like go, like did you guys watch the game against the Nuggets? Did you watch the game against New York recently? Like like now, like he's back. Like so, like I I know, like Doncic.
0: Yeah, he dropped like
1: forty. Like like we don't, like I don't think. Too many teams in the league have an answer for Doncic. He is just unreal. So I'm not. Okay, so he okay, could go okay. off, but KP KP is not going off with, with AD on him. I'm sorry. I feel like but I feel I, like we're going a bit in circles. Yeah, I, here. I think oh. I can I can um like wrap this up really quickly because I think yeah what on. we can all agree on is that AD is not a great number one option. But no. put him beside a guy like LeBron, and I think he becomes like the second or the, the best second option in the league, in my opinion.
2: Yes, and I, I agree with you. And the reason for that is because his mindset is not dominant when it comes to scoring the ball. His mindset is, when you need me to score, I'll be here. But it's not like
1: he's seeking out the ball every play, like, say, a Kevin Durant is or, or a pure scorer. Yeah, but to, to move forward to that playing game, um, as you mentioned, the, um, the Lakers do sit in, in that number seventh spot. Um, so they will yeah. be going against the Golden State Warriors, um, who are sitting at eighth spots. If um, all goes that way tonight, um, Memphis sits in the ninth spot, and the Spurs sit at number ten. So, out of like those two matchups, who do you guys think wins? Uh, wins out there, with given health, obviously.
0: Uh, honestly, bro. I really see Golden State beating the Lakers in the first game. Like, I'm not even going bro. Yeah, I'm, bro. Gonna I'm
2: laugh so loud, man.
0: No, no, no. I want bro. – I'm a LeBron fan. That's the most painful part. So like, am I, but I'm LeBron. a
2: Chisum hater. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <man>. uh,
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. So. Just because, like, he's been on such a bad slide, and I know LeBron came back yesterday, but it's like, I don't know. I feel Steph has supreme confidence when he plays LeBron. As Excuse me. Especially when he's playing LeBron in a situation where he has nothing to lose because nobody expected Golden State to be doing this well halfway through the year because they were playing really bad at one point. So that's the first thing. The second thing in the play I think Memphis beats out San Antonio. Um, I think that'll be a kind of close game, but honestly, like Memphis, the way they lock up, they play very physical, they play fast, they overwhelm you and they're young. Like San Antonio, I know they're not too, too old, but they go through the (laughs) Road. and Debo, you know, as a Raptors fan, I've seen Debo for years, bro. Debo is going to operate in the mid post and like, that's just not enough points. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just think the way Memphis plays, they're going to play way too fast. And they're going to try to force San Antonio to go away from half-court offense. So, I think that's why Memphis wins that. And, yeah, Golden State, they're just on a roll right now. Bro, these guys were, like, projected... Remember at one point, they were, like, 10 games or almost 15 games under five hundred, And, like, they came all the way back. And, like, now... They're five games above five hundred, like they're almost up to the Lakers record. Like I, I just seen them ever
2: that far under five hundred, but I know the time you're talking about. I think there were seven or eight games under five hundred.
0: Yeah, 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 I'm boosted, I'm boosting They were like seven ga- they were like six, seven games under five hundred. You're right. They weren't but
2: yeah. that's still a lot though. That's still a lot when you're chasing that spot.
0: You know, yeah, and then the fact that they were able to come up, and I feel like Andrew Wiggins is coming into his own, you know, like people I know people have been giving him a hard time this mm-hmm. year, but uh, Andrew Wiggins is really coming into his own. Like, from three, he's shooting, like, 35. I think in the beginning of the year, he was, like, 30%. But, like, he's gone up to, like, 35% from three. He just dropped 38 points the other day. Um, his overall confidence, he seems to be fitting in with the system. And he's averaging a career high. So, like, I feel like Wiggins is actually starting to come into his own as a player. And I think that's going to help in the playoffs. Plus, Wiggins doesn't like LeBron. LeBron traded this nigga. Yep. Like, like, <laughs> Wiggins, like, number one overall, <laughs> LeBron traded his ass. So, I'm like... You know, I feel like there's a little added motivation. Yeah. But also, how do you better catch LeBron in A D? You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So
1: Vinu, let mm-hmm. s um, let's let's start with the with the Memphis and, and Spurs matchup. Uh, Who do you have winning there? I'll go San Antonio winning just because of the experience. I think the experience
2: wins out in this case. Memphis are very raw. They're they're a nice little team. I don't believe in them the way that everyone else does, to be honest. Mm. I think Jar is a fraud. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I think what? Yeah. I think Jar's gonna take a little bit until when it, uh until he starts winning significant games mm. like play ins and playoffs. Like it might take a year or two just kind of settling in with the teammates once they get their roster ready. I don't I don't really know how to explain it, but they're just not there yet. Mm-hmm. They're just young. Yeah. It's, it's, they're just young, man. I think the Spurs will win that that game, and I agree with Hassan. I think your bum ass Lakers are
1: gonna lose against the Warriors. Too. This guy wants to fight, man. This guy just wants to fucking fight. No, 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 no. Uh, Yo, I'm 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 coming over to the UK, and we're going to fucking throw hands, bro. Stay no more, <laughs> man. You'll never leave here. You'll, you'll never leave here. That will be your one way
2: trip, your last ever flight you take.
1: <laughs> oh, yo.
2: Listen, they're not going to lose the next game, so don't worry too much. Yeah. But I think you'll lose to the Warriors. The momentum of the Warriors, the momentum of the Warriors is going to carry them through you guys, I think. and Especially considering the fact that... Geez, do you remember what I said two or three weeks ago? I said if the Lakers are unable to get their guys back and rolling before the play-in, they could miss the playoffs. I said this two
1: to three weeks ago. Yeah. And that is what the reality is now. See, here's what. First off, like the Lakers could all like could also be out of the this playing tournament by tonight because the yeah, Portland yeah. is is playing the Nuggets and the Nuggets Nuggets are on the tear right now. But if the Lakers are in that playing tournament, I'm taking them over Golden State because LeBron is back and actually looks good. And mm, I don't. Yeah. There no one on like on the uh, on the Warriors side has an answer for Anthony Davis or LeBron. Or Andre um, Andrew. Mike Anderson Toscano, bro. I will punch you right in <laughs> <now>. the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes. uh, so it's like, I just, I don't see any answers for any, like for the, um any of the Lakers players there. And yes, no one can stop Steph. But then now you're talking about one on three and I, I just take Lakers in that matchup. No, but it's not one on three. It's wigs as well. Okay. It... Okay, cool. Two on three and like two on, oh, yeah. Three on Who's two and a half. Three? Who's your three? Schroeder? No, uh, Andrew Drummond. There's no answer. for Andy. Andrew Drummond on there. Like no one is big enough. You're making me laugh. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Loki You're making me, me you are making me laugh. You're
1: no, making me laugh. here's the thing. Like as much as we can all say yes, and uh, Andrew Drummond doesn't really have much of like a post, like a, a real a, a game, a, a a game. game. Really. But then it's like, <laughs> who is actually going to stop him from catching six, seven Chisel. lobs? Chisel. But first thing, real quick. I remember one time mm-hmm. when Shaq.
2: When Shaq, a few years ago, there was a certain big man in Houston, yeah? And he said his back was too stiff. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Dwight Howard. Yeah. Now, if Dwight Howard had a stiff back, then Andre Drummond has an actual metal pole instead of a spine. (laughs) Because this motherfucker, when he gets in the post, it's like he needs an actual, like, something moving underneath him to turn and stuff. Like, he's lost so much mobility. And I get that he was in Detroit and stuff, but this is not young Andre Drummond. He's so big now. He's so much bigger than he was when he came in. Bro. He, he already had defensive problems. I'm saying, if his defensive problems, I'm not one of these guys that believes that Andre Drummond is going to be a liability to your team against the Nuggets when he has to guard Jokic. This is, I think he'll handle it somehow. But I think against a team like the Warriors, is his biggest chance of getting exposed, if anything. Because tell me, who do the Warriors start at center? It's not going to be, um, it's not going to be that rookie, in it? It's not going to be James Wiseman. Exactly. Who is it going to be? Whoever it's going to be is going to be a short, fast guy. And what the
1: hell is Andre Drummond going to do chasing around a short, fast yo, guy? Short, fast guy going to do against Andre Drummond catching lobs. He doesn't need to do shit. He yo. just needs to run around. I'm telling you. All he has to do uh, is run yo, around. Yo, go look at Andre Drummond's last few games. 11 and 15, 20 and, 20 and 10, 16 and 18. Like, <laughs> Andre Drummond will do that bit.
0: I'm gonna about with on this one because I totally forgot Andre Drummond. Like,
1: y- you're I'm talking about, about the defensive end. Yeah, on the i defensive
0: end. On the defensive end, well, fine. Like, you
1: can't like it would be a struggle to play. Your bro, the Lakers yeah. are ranked number two on the like uh, in defense in the NBA. Like, defense is not the problem here. No, 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 no. But Andre Drummond specifically,
2: the, the thing that he's there for for you is not perimeter defense. It's rim protection. Yeah, but, but then there's Anthony no Davis Davis right right there. rim against. But there's and no they, one to protect the rim against. The Warriors play to your disadvantages. The, you would love for a team to drive in every game. That's what the Lakers would love. They would love a team that is a driving team, doesn't really shoot too much, plays mid-range and inside, because you'd win every game. Bro, the but Lakers team, look, are one of the best teams in defensive three-point line. Two. That's fine. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if this ahead. was in two weeks, Chisholm,
1: mm-hmm. the Warriors would get blown out by 30. But it's not in two weeks. Thank you. Bro, we just we just um beat the Nuggets and um the Knicks and who else the uh, Phoenix. Man, we beat the Clippers and then lost to the Lakers the next night. That doesn't mean shit. How about the game against Phoenix? How about the the one against um Denver? Those are all like you guys. No, 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 you guys are good. That's what I'm saying. You guys are good, but but we're going to lose against the Warriors.
0: With the momentum of the Warriors. the Warriors, the Warriors. I I was saying that until I remembered Andre Drummond was on the Lakers, and then I yeah, had to I'm swipe. not gonna lie, it's a very difficult corner to
2: fight now that we've uh, <laughs> spoken about this yeah. kind of evenly, but I'm still gonna fight it. So
1: listen, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, I forgot about this nigga, Andre Drummond. Yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah, I he was like, "Ah, you see this is a tough spot I mean, but I'm just going to fucking go." I respect <laughs> it. I respect <laughs> <them>.
2: <laughs> Seriously, I think I think that you could lose that first game. I'm not saying you will, I think you could though. And I think that it's about a 50-50 kind of thing. This game is a toss-up for me. Just cuz of the I don't know why, it's something to do with the circumstances going into, it. I have a
1: feeling that it could be a a real wild one. Yeah. Like it it's at the end of the day like it's still Steph Curry. Like Steph Curry could yeah. If he has another game where he, where, where he hits 12 threes or 11 threes yeah. it's like it's it's Steph yeah. so anything can happen but bar, barring a, a, an 11 three performance by Steph uh, I I see the Lakers winning that one um and but then let's say Golden State loses because that's probably what's going to happen um <laughs> the <laughs> and and Memphis wins their their matchup against oh I, actually I think Memphis is going to to win that matchup um against yeah. the Spurs because I, I think there's that ignorance that comes with with uh youth youth and it's yeah, just like bro you're I don't know what I don't both. know and I'm just going to like and it's also not like yeah, this that's... this uh Spurs team is the like the Spurs of old the Spurs of old like these like this is like Rudy Gay Spurs Rudy Gay and and um DeMar DeRozan Spurs this is the we, second worst Spurs team I've ever seen yeah so it's like as much as they have like players with experience they don't really like I don't I feel like the, the youth of Memphis could, could actually like play in their favor against this uh the Spurs team and, and I think they could win that matchup. So to some extent I agree with you on that one actually. Yeah. So the the Memphis Memphis versus Golden State, uh Hassan, or Memphis yeah, versus Lakers, one. who who do you guys have?
0: If if it's Memphis versus Golden State, I think Fuck. I think Memphis wins that, bro. If it's Memphis what? and Golden State, fu- I think
1: yo, so you think what? Golden State can beat the Lakers, but not Memphis?
0: <laughs> I don't think there's yeah, – yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll explain why. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. I feel, like added motivation. I feel like there's an added motivation for Golden State to beat the Lakers. I feel when they play against Memphis, only Steph is going to be – or Draymond might be the motivated n- – nigga, but the other niggas won't give a fuck. Like, you're playing fucking Memphis. You're playing Jaron Jackson Jr. It's not going to make wake you up the same way as upsetting AD and LeBron. Plus, you would have already won one game in the play-in, so you'd be a bit more lax. That's just my reasoning. I feel Memphis because, again, they're ignorant. They just beat San Antonio. And John Morant's always you know on this shit of, I don't belong here. My team doesn't belong here. So he tries to light a fire under their asses before they play. So I feel just Memphis's will may overpower Golden State because I feel Golden State has to play almost perfect just to get to that second game. Mm. Do you get know what I mean? And it's so hard to play almost perfect twice in a high Golden situation. State, if they
2: lose the first game, they play the second game. Yeah.
1: If, if they win the first
2: game, they they win it. They're through. If
0: they lose it, that's when they play. Oh, so it's yeah. fine for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then I don't Okay. Yeah. yeah then it, it, I, I don't know. I still think it's going to, I think it's a toss-up. I don't think I could put Golden State over Memphis because I just don't see how everybody on Golden State minus Steph and Draymond because they've been there get up to play because i can see how they get up to play lebron and shit that's why i think they could upset them memphis and golden state beating each other it wouldn't really be an upset either way that's why i think memphis would win just because they're younger they're more hungry they were in the play they were in the play last year in the exact same situation and they got bounced and they got yeah. bounced tight i feel like they wanted you know what i'm saying like that's just my you know,
1: you know what's going to be fun tonight memphis actually plays uh the warriors so this could be a, no. a, a preview uh, a That's all right. And today, today and
2: potentially in the play-in, yeah. Stephen Curry is going to show Demetrius how to be a point guard. So... Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this
2: man said his government name.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh,
0: no, for Roda,
2: so I don't. I don't think they can beat the Warriors. I think that when it comes to the Warriors, the playoffs is very important this year. That was their whole aim that we... I feel like it kind of throws off their so to say, five-year plan if they lose this play and then they don't make the playoffs. Because I think the, play- the, the Warriors' whole thing is, it's sad to say, but they're kind of holding on to this, what seems like a fantasy right now, of kind of what Draymond said yesterday, which is that we ain't no we-believe team. We, we have Steph Curry, we've got three championships. They want to continue their yeah. legacy. Mm. It's not going to yeah. happen. At first people yeah. that would debate, is it going to happen? To me now, at least, it's clear it's not going to happen. The Warriors' yeah. dynasty is over.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with same. you. Agree.
2: But them not making the playoffs this year, they still want to bring back their dynasty. So whether yeah. they whether we think it's over or not is not the point. They don't, they don't think, don't it think it's over. Yeah. And they want to bring that back. So for them to not make the playoffs this year would kind of be a punch in the gut saying, Hey, Clay is not going to take you from outside the playoffs to championship. Yeah. So that Clay can take you from a playoff team to a contender. He can't take you from an outside team to a, a, a championship. A contender. Yeah. So yeah them
1: not making the playoffs this year would be huge for them. That's why I think that they physically will not allow it to happen. Yeah, same. And plus, I feel like going into this season, they were kind of in that weird spot where it's like, okay, we're playing, like, Steph and on are healthy, so we're, like, trying to compete, but at the same time, we're trying to, like, um grow this young talent in, um, in, yeah. in, in, in Wiseman. But then since Wiseman went out, it was like, okay, like, the only goal for this season right now is try to make the playoffs. And I think I think if they if they go up against Memphis in that second playing game, um I, I think Memphis get gets bounced. But kind of moving over back to the uh to the Eastern. Well, real quick, just, yeah, just
2: before we just before we uh, go on to that, Chisum. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do this because loyalty is a thing, and making drastic decisions is not that easy, especially when it's one as big as I'm about to say. But I feel like if this was 2k, I'm just gonna say this because it's easy to say it this way. If this was 2K, my team, sorry, um, not my team, my league. Mm-hmm. I would trade Steph Curry if I was the Warriors.
1: I'd blow it up. Like I understand the temptation to do that, but, but I that's sh- what I'm saying. Sh- In real life, In real life boarded, it it's it just, a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. It, it's difficult to sell a fan base that like, that but uh, I have a feeling yeah. that the problem
2: is that they just moved cities as well. Yeah. So you can't just move cities and then go to shit. That's not a good look. Yeah. And mm. I think the Warriors are going to struggle, though. I think they're going to struggle to even find their way to a decent playoff team now. And it, it, they might regret not blowing it up in three, four years, basically, is, is what yeah. I'm saying. They
1: might regret not blowing it up. Yeah, but I feel like they, they might regret it, but then it's just like... It's a risk that they have to take, I guess, but they might regret it. I agree the blowing
0: it up. Because, like, this new experiment that they've tried, you know, it's not really working. Like, And I feel like when they lost KD... They kind of had like a pride thing about wanting to, you know, play together and stuff. And they were willing to be shit for a year because of Clay. But then yes. Akili, they really got to sit down and look at unequivocally what's going on and stop trying to win now. Like, that's why they got Wiggins. That's why they got Wiggins. They got Ubra, to, they to mm-hmm. they gotta stop trying to win now. And they got to just you know, play the waiting game like everyone else. In,
2: in, in three words, they got to let it go, man. Let it go. That's it. They just got to let it go. It's over. Yeah. It's sad, and as a competitor myself, if I was in their position, I would not be able to. And I don't blame them for not being able to. Yeah. But from an outside perspective, they gotta let it go, man. It's over.
1: Yeah. I mean, talking about a team that the once let it go the, the 76ers with the uh uh you know trust the process. Yeah, and see what happens and, with and, them. And now look yeah. at them, look where they are sitting right? at number one in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, obviously, behind John, Joel Embiid's MVP type season and Ben Simmons' campaign for um, defensive player of the year an award, <laughs> an award Hassan should have won, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, th- this Sixers team has kind of been hanging around that that like number one and number two seed all season, but then now they've actually locked up that number one seed. They have playoff or home cut advantage the entire playoffs um, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I guess my question for you guys is. Like, what does this number one seed mean for this team in the franchise? And how far do you think this team um, can make it in the playoffs?
0: I think it's actually pretty significant that the Sixers are number one because they avoid playing Brooklyn or Milwaukee in the second Mm. round. Like, they'll only meet those guys in the ECF. Um, I don't see any other team apart from those two teams beating Philly in a seven-game series. So I think Philly did well to lock up the first seed because the toughest team they're probably going to play is the Knicks in the second round like they're probably going to beat charlotte in the first round or washington whoever and then most likely they'll beat the knicks in the second round like that's what i see happening because I, I think the knicks beat will
2: beat win. the sixes if we beat the sixes i will run i will take a flight to new york <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah
0: okay i <laughs> should go crazy so yeah like i think it, it's significant it's also significant just for the fan base because as you said, for years, you know, they let it go. They said, "Trust the process." They had a whole like you know slogan behind it. They fired their ex GM, like they got a new GM. They fired that nigga too, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they made so many changes, and yeah. I feel like all of these changes were were necessary. I you. forgot they, a little bit
2: as well. They they went through they went through a period where they were supposed to be there. The fans thought they were there with Jimmy Butler yeah. and everything, and then it yes, all yes, fell apart yes, again. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Once Butler left, they were like, Oh, these guys are going back down, but they said Fuck it, no. We I think they hard. realized I think they
2: realized when Butler left that hey, we gotta do this by ourselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna get outside mm. help, we're not gonna rely on another player to come in and do this. With the team that we have right now, we gotta do it ourselves. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like I feel like that loss to Toronto really showed them how close they were because Toronto won it all, mm-hmm. and they were like, if that Kawhi shot... because I'm not gonna lie to you, if Kawhi shot didn't go in, I think the Sixers were gonna the be the Sixers there. were NBA champs, bro. They were beating. They were. They were were, were, like the Raptors were were actually playing well until like that fourth quarter. Then the Sixers started giving them a run for their money. And I really was like, bro, if the Raptors don't win in regulation, like I was ninety percent sure it was gonna be like Vince Carter all over again, Mm. and the 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 other people were gonna were gonna win. So that was the that was the that was the first thing, bro. And it's like. I remembered like when they lost, and then I saw Kawhi win. I remember the first thing I thought when the Raptors won, I was like, "Damn, this could have been Philly," because like I was like, if Kawhi Shaw doesn't bounce around, Mm -hmm. like it's Philly going to the finals, it's Philly having Klay Thompson get hurt, and it's Philly winning the chip, you know. And then when I feel like when that happened, Philly was like, "Bro, we're right there, so we have to stay in first, so we don't have to play these hard teams." Because that year they played the Toronto Raptors in the second round. The Toronto Raptors were the second-best team. They realized, hey, if we actually want to survive, we need to be the first seed because we can't just turn it on and off. Yeah. And, like, uh-huh. that loss was good. Like, so I feel like now if they play in the ECF between them and – if it's them in Milwaukee, it'll actually be a fun series. But if it's them in Brooklyn, like, you know, it's going to be Brooklyn in six. Yeah. I don't think so you think it's going to be Philly? I'll
2: be honest. Look, this one seed for me, it's not just a, a technical victory for them. When I say technical victory, I mean kind of outlining everything that you just said, where all of the stipulations now, all of the ways that the playoff work and everything, it's in their favour now that they're the one seed. I'm not saying that. That's a given, right? thats They've got the advantage there now. But I think it shows something. I think it... it they are the best team in the East, in my opinion. The Philadelphia 76ers are the best team in the East. The the Brooklyn uh, Nets yeah, may have the best talent, but I don't think they're the best team in the East. I think the Brooklyn Nets still have to figure some stuff out, and they might figure it out in their first playoff series. Who knows? But I still think they have to figure some stuff out before they're better than the Sixers. I think this is not going to happen, obviously, but I think if they played the Sixers in the first round,
0: I think they lose. Mm-hmm. The Nets? I think the Nets lose to the Sixers in the first round. I don't think they're ready yet. I agree. I agree because, like, right now, what's his name? Um uh, Fuck. Uh, KD, Kyrie, James. They haven't played together for yeah. a minute because, you know, yeah. all the in- shit. So they played right away. Yeah, I agree.
2: Mm. And that's why I say if they do it in round one, they'll lose. In round three, the conference finals, it's probably a different story. Because at that point, they've had a bit of time in the playoffs to gel together. And if it's not a different story, Hassan will know by then. We'll we'll be hearing the headlines and everything. But with the Nets, I'm a bit worried this year, I'm not going to lie. Same reason as the Lakers, they need time to mesh and I don't think they're giving themselves that time.
1: Mm -hmm. I
2: think the Sixers Mm -hmm. are a well-oiled machine. They know how to play together, they know how to defend, they know how to get their shot
0: They've I got a guy who good.
2: can get their shot in Embiid, and they've got a perimeter guy who can get their shot in Tobias
0: Harris. Mm. So, yo, people don't talk about Tobias Harris enough, bro. Yeah, yeah, Harris Harris
2: yeah. Tobias He's Harris. Up. J. J. Cole is a buller, bro. Yeah. <laughs> J. Cole, <laughs> J Cole <laughs> is <laughs> a buller. He's got two contracts right now: one in Africa, one in the NBA. It's crazy.
1: This guys, moving mad and uh, just uh, dropped an album that's straight fire. Uh, yo, that exactly. album was crazy. Bro. Exactly, the album was crazy. No skips on that right. album. No cap,
2: no cap. But real talk though, Tobias Harris is very nice, bro. And he's he knows how to get a bucket. So yeah, closing games, I'm not worried with the Sixers. Starting games, I'm not worried with the Sixers when it comes to intensity, this, this or that. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about them becoming lethargic in a series. Yeah. They
1: have it. I don't know how to explain it, but they have it. They have what they need to be a championship yeah. team, I think. I, I think the, 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 um, the addition of, of Doc Rivers to, to that... Team this year or, or to the coaching. Yeah. St- I, I think that was probably the move that, that took them over the top. And they've done a real
2: good job of hiding Ben Simmons. Yeah. yeah. People it don't really, like to accept really, this, but they really hit Ben
1: Simmons. And that's why they're so good. Because they've really hit Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. offensively, yeah. He, he's no longer the guy. Like, I mean, he's still kind of like he's still present on the offensive end, but they're
0: not the burden isn't as much on they him mean, anymore. It's like want, we're running yeah, through and beat. Exactly. They they've all and I think Ben's accepted it too. Because Ben used to be fucking having his back to the basket right next to Embiid, and he finally realized, all right, I'm not like. Yep. it. Let me yeah. just facilitate and do what I need to do. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now moving on to
1: a topic that is, ne- that, that is near and dear to Venus' heart, the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yesterday they were in the sixth spot, and the, then they beat the, the Charlotte Hornets and, and are, okay, now, okay. are now sitting at number four. Um. I mean... Obviously, now that they have playoff advantage or home court advantage in the in the first round. <laughs> the New York Knicks <laughs> Look, looking like they're going to be playing against the uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, all they need to do to, to kind of secure that, obviously, is win the one game tonight, which I think they, they absolutely can. Um, we can, we should, we, we will. We so we'll see. Okay. so even <laughs> even with MSG not being at full capacity, obviously, um, how. Would you count um, this New York Knicks season as a disappointment if they don't win at least one playoff series, Vino? Right. Him if win. we do not, yeah, no, nah, I assume
2: that much. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> 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 if we, if we, if we lose tonight's game, I think we could drop as far as six, mm-hmm. and that would be devastating because that would mean we play the Bucks in the first round, and that's bye bye. But if we do end in the four seed, then if we do end in the four seed then it's a disappointment because if we end in the fourth seed and we play the Atlanta Hawks I don't think we have any excuse to not win. I genuinely feel like we are better than them. Yeah. Like I feel like the Knicks are a genuinely better team than that Hawks team. They may have Trey Young or they all they want to. But John Collins, Julius Randle will show him some stuff. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. John Collins is not going to be comfortable on that court in a matchup against the Knicks, not at all. Yep. And a player like Alec Burks I'm not gonna lie, Kevin Huerta on Alec Burks is not sounding like a good defensive matchup to me. <laughs> so I just and I'm thinking as well, Trey Young. say I'm trying to think who, which one of the p- perimeter guys would guard R.J. Barra. I guess Bogdan Bogdanovic, right?
1: Yeah,
2: I uh, I don't see that going yeah. very well yeah. for him either. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, the the whole team just looks like a mismatch. The so, Clint Capella is the thing that can cause us problems because we have no Mitch. Mm, but true. that's. what all you've got is ne- uh,
1: Noel. But even then, I'm not gonna lie. Big Noel, Big Noel will do his job, man. Yeah, n- like Noel, you, you can count on Noel to do what Noel does. You just Big Nerlands will do his job. Don't and expect it, like Gibson, yeah. more than like more than what he's given. Yeah. yeah. Taj
2: Gibson yeah. gets a plus ten attribute bo- boost for D Rose, and he gets a plus ten attribute boost for
1: uh, Thibodeau. for Thibodeau. Yep. So. <laughs> It's I'm ridiculous,
2: not, yeah, bro. Big
1: facts. I'm not it's lying. No. He's, like 36 <laughs> and he's still... Every room. time
0: those two men are around him, he produces. Yep.
2: Yeah, and he's been producing, and you can say what you want about his age, his mobility, but he doesn't look out of place on the court at all. Hey, so, in his mind, he's still playing for the Bulls
1: back in like 2011.
2: Yeah, <laughs> in his mind, he's still backing up Joakim Noah. Mm. <laughs> But oh no! I uh, imagine if we still had Joakim, man, if we could do if the Knicks could do all this and that's make Joakim good 10. again,
1: that's another plus. Yeah, 10. man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the Knicks, the Knicks are very solid all around. The hole that we have is a big man, and that's not really our fault. Our, our starting big man's been injured the whole year. We can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But that could—that's really the only area that I see as a problem area for the Knicks. Realistically. If I look at the the threat from the Hawks, it's Trey Young, yeah, and that's about it. And I, if there's one thing that the next point guards can do is defend, so Facts. I would start Frank Ntilikina in this series. Yo, oh. <laughs> I wouldn't start. No, 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 I worded that wrong. I worded that wrong. I wouldn't start him. My my bad. My bad i would play Frank Milikina in this series. Like He you usually has. My bad, my bad, my bad. bad. he usually gets. Because like, no, like... normally
1: you, you get some of your hot takes out during the. During yeah, no, 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 no. Today you didn't do that. No, you just hear just Frank. Yeah, I
0: know. I'm guarding Mick Milikina. I'm like, what? W- what the fuck?
1: Like... I want
2: Frank Milikina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With the fate of the world, of
2: the universe <laughs> on the line.
0: I want Frank. I want <laughs> Frank No,
2: no. Nah, nah, real talk though. He usually gets the DNPCD thing. Yeah. And
0: yeah.
2: it's unfortunate for him, but it it makes sense because he does zero on the offensive end. Absolutely zero. I've never seen such a disabled player on the offensive <laughs> end. But but regardless of all of this year, to answer your question, Chisum, yes, if the Knicks do not beat the Hawks, I'll consider it to be a disappointment. The Hawks are not that good. They're a decent team. But the Knicks are a team that are a defensive juggernaut. And offensively, we know what we're doing. We've beaten much better teams than the Hawks. Throughout this whole year, we've beaten much better teams. And you want to talk about winning four out of seven games in a series? We can do that too. Because, you know, we won, what, 12 out of 13 or 13 out of 16 at one stretch. We won nine in a row. Yeah. And there were better teams than the Hawks in there. Even the Hawks were in there. So I'd be very disappointed if we didn't beat them this year. And yeah, all jokes aside, I would play Frank a bit more. I feel
1: like he'd do a good job on um, on Trey. Yeah. Uh, Hassan, do you, do you echo these feelings? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Honestly, Venus had it perfectly. I agree with him. Agree. All right, and now, now to move on to, to our final topic of the day, the, the Toronto Raptors uh i don't I, why do you say it like that man the toronto raptors can... are nice bro see here's what happened yesterday i, I was when i sent his the topics he like literally he liked a bunch of them and then the one the one he didn't the, he, he didn't give a heart to was the toronto raptors which is crazy because he's a Not raptors a rap. fan yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk
2: like, about these fans, bro. Can I just say but before like- we before we begin this topic, yeah, yeah, because I know that we're we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about them as if they're some sorry team, right? Mm-hmm. And it's sad the, the Raptors have fallen to here, but I just wanna I just wanna quickly get this in here. The Raptors are still, despite being so sorry, they are still way better than the Thunder. Way better. Uh, And it's not cool. This guy is just
1: trying to take shots at Noble right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have to say. The Thunder are currently on
2: a nine. The Thunder are currently doing reverse Knicks. They're on a nine game losing streak. Nine game losing
0: streak. They're playing like shit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Toronto Raptors, okay, what can be said about these guys? I mean, we got a new rookie, Jalen Harris and Malachi Flynn. These guys are balling. I know y'all maybe don't give a fuck about these niggas. I I picked Malachi Flynn in in, fantasy. No, no, I know them. I know them. Yeah, I know them. Whenever I I see Flynn and Jalen Harris play and actually play, they kind of, I know this is a stretch, but they remind me of k Lau and Van Vliet, like, just way younger, just way younger. And I feel like if they can... You might as well just
2: put four four guards
0: out. Yeah. Like, they literally... literally, (laughs) For small
1: guards,
0: yeah, like we literally was like, all right, we we play well with small guards. Fuck it. I feel like if Jalen Harris and Malachi actually stay with the team for the next couple of years, as they usually do, I think that they could actually bring their ass back to Promise. But realistically, bro, we ain't shit. We ain't doing shit. We ain't winning shit. We ain't winning shit for the next couple of years. Um, I feel like our management needs to trade Siakam, bro. We need to get rid of this guy, bro. Bro, like, you don't think a lineup of four guards and Siakam is good? No, bro. <laughs> Fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. my thing with Siakam is this. That's what I don't understand about the Raptors. And all year, this shit got me tight. I was like, bro, there's five seconds left in the game. Why does Pascal Siakam have the ball? Why? Like, there's Van, there's <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Um, even if you're not playing those guys, bro, I'd rather Chris Boucher take the three-point shot. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, see how come, bro? bro, every game-winning shot, literally, go watch, go watch all the game-winning shots, game-winning possessions that we missed. See how come to the same shit? Dribble right, spin left, either miss with a floater, spin left, miss with a fadeaway jump shot, spin left, charging foul, spin left, travel, <laughs> spin left, miss. Like that's all he fucking does, bro. He just spins Yo, left. Like he doesn't even. I think we should work yeah, on the spin, yeah. Man, isn't yeah. spin going the other way? What's yeah. <laughs> the thing. He only spins going one uh, way. It's like he doesn't even spin going the other
2: I, way. All I'm gonna say to you, Hassan, is have hope, yeah, because oh. I used
0: to call Julius Randle spinning top, oh. and now look at him. But my thing is like, but Julius Randle was bad when he was younger, you know. Like, see, Alchem already won MIP. Siakam already won his championship. He already got his mags deal. Like, he's already been all NBA. So I'm like, bro, Pascal, what are you doing, yeah. bro? Like, man, well, this is the best the way died. to disappoint people. You win everything and then drop off. Because, uh, <laughs> like, like, I even remember before they signed Siakam, or they signed Siakam, they signed him, like, 180 M's. I literally tweeted. As that was as insane. As soon as Siakam got laughed. I, I literally it. said, too much money. Why did we, we sign this nigga for game two of the NBA finals or game one? Because he had a crazy game one. That's why he got 100 DMs. Because I was like, if you're signing Pascal Siakam for what he did for the entire playoffs, this guy is worth $50 million, maybe. You know, like, like, honestly. Wow. Yeah, $50 million I'll, per what? Like for three Over years. Over five years? No, oh, no, I'll give him like a three year. I would never years. sign Siakam for five years. No way, bro. Because like.
2: I, I'm not going to lie to you. You are wilding. If if you will give the Knicks Siakam for $17 million a year, I'll take him right now.
0: Yeah, take him. (laughs) (laughs) Take his ass. Please take his ass, bro. Because my thing is... He ain't that bad. He ain't that bad. Listen, he's got development to do. My thing is just like, if he went to the Knicks, he wouldn't be the guy. Like, that's the problem. Toronto paid him to be the guy. And that's what I have a problem with.
2: But he could never be the guy. That was always the problem. They offered him 180 M's because they smoked crack 10 minutes before. (laughs) And the thing is, it will come down to it in a few years, either it's next year or the year after when Gary Trent has to get paid Yeah. yeah. When it's time for Gary Trent to get paid, it's Masai who's going to look at OG and say, why the hell
0: yeah. did I do Ooh, that? Yeah, bro. Because Gary Trent, I think Gary Trent is a like, he, he's actually a good investment. If they invest in him, he's like... He's one of your guys. That's why I brought up his name because he's one of the guys yeah. that you should
2: build around. Him, Van Fleet and Siakam. I know you don't like Siakam, don't bro. unless you're going to be able to for something like good. good. That,
0: my problem with Siakam, yeah. my thing was, like, there's 10 seconds left, and Van Vliet's giving the ball to Siakam. Why? Like, I could not understand that. Because I was just like...
2: Why Personally, was- my thing is, my thing is I don't like players like Siakam. So I try to shift him. I try to shift him. And if you can't shift him, though, Great keep enough. him as your core. But run- No, 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 keep him as your core. Mm-hmm. But run him as a third option, behind Gary Trent, behind oh. Van Vliet. Mm. and let him just be your big. He'll still get 16-17 points per game. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're, you're asking him to take a step back, yeah.
1: And he probably won't be willing to do that to be honest.
0: Yeah, but I think this was... team to be
1: even remotely successful going forward, they have yeah. to. Like he, he can I think number 2 option, but number number 3 is uh okay, maybe yeah. maybe not 3, but 2 like, definitely m- Maybe behind 3 if eight. you get another
0: player. Like if the Rosen comes back, if the like people are talking about trying to get the Rosen again, so I'm saying if they got the, I don't know why, but if they got the Rosen back, then Siakam has yeah, to, go to, so I, I to go. Yeah, absolutely. So I. go. Yeah. Rosen, Trent slash Van Yeah.
1: Then Siaka. All right. Um. I think that's pretty much it that we have for topics. Is there is there anything else that you guys wanted to cover or or any hot takes that you had before we, uh, call this an episode? Just a just a question for you before you go though, Mm-hmm. In a in a one on one, who you
0: taking, AD or Julius Randle? Damn, uh, <laughs> oh you motherfucker! God. Oh shit! Honestly, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say AD for one reason. I'll there say you go. AD. Only because they're not playing no full court ones. AD is just gonna have him back him down and then like I feel he's gonna score a little jump hook I feel like if Randall gets the ball he's just gonna have to work a bit harder than AD to score and for that reason AD's gonna win
1: like all you need to do is go check out that New York Knicks versus Lakers game and you'll see exactly why AD wins Oh,
0: oh, oh. bro but like it's not like he's gonna win like 11-0 he'll win like 11-9 I'm
1: just I'm just gonna yeah I'm trying
0: to put this that's
2: tough all I know is all I know is Anthony Davis is little He's too, little. he's too little. He's too little. He's too, um, li- he's too uh, little. Okay, because Julius so... Randle. All right, LeBron Julius Le Randle is. Julius is right.
1: two...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Julius Randle is only he's only two inches shorter than AD. Right, he stands at six foot eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AD stands at six foot ten, mm-hmm. and he weighs a mere one kilo, one kilogram, 2.2 which two point two pounds. 2.2 pounds Thank you, give less. him that point two. It matters. Okay, 2.2 pounds less, yeah? Mm-hmm. When you're two inches shorter. That's basically Charles Barkley backing down Hakeem.
1: Yeah, but then now, now once he, a, gets the same pace, same sort of he gets in the face, he you got shocking. a
2: shorter, stockier guy. you got a shorter, built guy. He's not going to be able to handle him, bro. bro. He's too big. 82 little.
1: 82 bro. little. 82 little. We literally had that matchup. Little. We just saw that so, matchup. We we just saw Julius Randle not be able to get a shot up against against AD and he had to kick it back out. Hey, yeah, exactly. Hey, we saw that. Hey,
0: we saw that. Juju, hey. come on. Yeah, that's why I said one-on-one that's why I said one-on-one yeah I don't know, bro I don't know about one-on-one but I feel like I, I, I know, feel like, like this, is a, this is
1: a great place to, to, to end this to end this yeah. episode yeah uh, I mean Julius I mean Strangler Julius Strangler did
2: have, he did have he did he did have 31 points on AD's head head-top. we're not finna talk
1: about how he had 31 oh, on yes, his head but we all agree that AD's overrated right no we cannot agree overrated on that. shit <laughs> no we cannot agree on that uh, okay alright
2: <laughs> I'll take that young guy in OKC over him. Que paso? <laughs>
1: See this guy, just, <laughs> this guy trigger you. He, he he will say anything, anything and anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no yeah, hey, but you know what? You know what?
2: You know what? You know what? at the start of this season, I said a lot of wild shit about the Knicks. Yeah, and people didn't take me
1: serious. So hey, who knows? Maybe I foresee the future. I mean, I key didn't take you serious to be honest,
0: but uh that's exactly and well, the Knicks. Is- you guys are nice man. They actually surprised man this year. I can't even count. Mhm not me because i'm a basketball i
2: knew that this was gonna happen (laughs)
1: yes sir i knew this was gonna happen oh facts. Facts. uh all right well thank you everyone for for (laughs) listening to this episode hopefully you you enjoyed uh you enjoyed the conversation and um before we leave do you guys have any wise words to leave the people with um raps in six He's a bomb. All right, Julius Randle shouldn't be in the NBA. Have a good night, people. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everyone.